0: I've always loved this shit like celebrities and pop culture and and TV and reality TV and whatever. Um, And I wasn't always like proud of it. You know what I mean? I was like, Oh my God, I'm so superficial, shallow and dumb. (laughs)
1: Hey, ladies. Hey, ladies, and welcome back to HERSpective. And happy, well, I hope everyone had a happy long weekend for our Canadian listeners, the civic holiday.
2: Yeah. I don't even know what it ever means. It's just August long weekend. (laughs) Yeah, same. All I (laughs) know is it always somehow interrupts my birthday, usually. (laughs) Well, not this
1: year. No, No, this is like the first year in many years that... My birthday is unfazed by the long weekend, so I'm very excited about it. It's usually if my birthday falls, like, in the middle of the week, and anyway, whatever. Leo season, that's all I have
2: to say. Yeah. Almost my birthday. Can't wait. <laughs> every Just prepare yourself, listeners, every week in Leo season, we're going to hear that it's Leo season. <laughs> well, you might forget. I don't want you to yeah. forget. No, I, I do appreciate that reminder. Very important. In case you forgot, it's Leo season. One more time. Yeah, it's Leo season. And what do you want to do with that information? Just know that it's Leo season. Just know just and That's respect. All. Respect. <laughs> respect. <laughs> the girl is from Scarborough. Can you tell? Uh, <laughs> anyways, so I want to get into thank our sponsors. So thank you to InTamil Pleasurables for supporting her Herspective. InTamil Pleasurables is a Canadian sexual self-care company. They use 100% plant-based ingredients in all of their products They are a company that cares, and they give back a portion from every sale to facilitate free sex and pleasure education in our communities. Head to InTamil Pleasurables for their full line of products and use coupon code HERSPECTIVE20 at checkout. And another thank you to our other sponsor, Birch & Fogg, for supporting the show. Birch & Fogg is an online luxury plant-based wellness shop for the modern woman. They carry a wide range of CBD products, We cannot recommend them enough. Um, As you guys know, we've been using the CBD Sleep Drops and they're absolutely amazing. So to learn more about their products, check them out on Instagram at BirchandFog or www.birchandfog.com. And of course, use coupon code HERSPECTIVE20 to get $20 off your first order. So check them out awesome yes and i think we've coined
1: the cbd sleep drops little droplets of gold is that not what no. we called them last episode miracle drops or something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> miracle drops no we definitely threw gold Did in we? there somewhere we'll have to... golden miracle drops yeah anyway they're they're not gold but it's fine <laughs> but they are miracles <laughs> might as well be might as well be liquid gold but yes they are little little bottles of beautiful miracles yes. for sleep um. So exciting show today! I want can't wait for us to get into it. Um, ca- we get it a lot into uh, the celebrity drama. So we've been talking about Britney and we've been talking about Kanye yeah. uh, the last couple episodes. And so our guest on the show that is her world. Like
2: she is up on it. Like everything knows pop about culture. it like everything she knows all the ins and the outs and she also knows um everything about like all the real housewives all the bravo stars so it's uh it's pretty much everyone that is a celebrity right now
1: yeah she is really big um on like anything to do with the bachelor or the bachelorette um so but hilarious, yeah. also like has delivers all of her information through uh, her stories and posts and stuff in just like a funny but authentic way. Basically, she says everything that we're all thinking.
2: Yeah, when she writes her memes, she's uh, she's amazing. Yes. And obviously, you know us—we're suckers for the female um you know superstar boss babes out there so she started her own you know Instagram one of the beginnings of memes and everything so super amazing to to chat with her about all that too
1: yeah I know that she doesn't like being called an influencer because she really just started the account um, not to influence she just wanted to like yeah she just wanted to put her thoughts and feelings down, if you will. Uh, But yeah, she's the she's the woman behind the very, very popular Instagram account, not skinny, but not fat, but also same name as the podcast. So Amanda Hirsch is our guest and she is out of New York. And yes, she has the not skinny, but not fat podcast where she chats with your Reality TV stars, so people from The Bachelor, people from Selling Sunset, um, other comedians. She, I actually learned about her through a podcast episode that it was on Hannah Burner, um, Burning in Hell, her podcast. Yeah. Uh, that's where I first learned about Amanda and just like fell in love with it and fell in love with her and immediately like started checking her out on Instagram and was just like this is this person is great because it's it's real it's authentic and then and this is a lot of why we wanted to have her on the show is because as we said like she really is saying what people are thinking in a lot of ways but she's not nasty about it at all like she's very just like direct for sure and kind of calls it out yeah totally which which we really respect and we really like and thought and but also find it really funny like there's a lot of humor to what she does Um, so we just noticed that she was, uh, commenting a lot on this new trend of this, like, side-by-side body picture where it's, like, kind of the Instagram versus reality or, like, I'm flexing and then I'm not flexing body pictures of all these women that are posting, Mm -hmm. but the ones that are doing it are... (laughs) The fit. Size zero. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and and we're certainly not knocking anybody's body, anybody's body type. We realize there's many types, and they're all beautiful and wonderful and should be
2: respected and appreciated. Well, and with every shape and size comes their own insecurities, as we do know that as well. Exactly. Everyone has insecurities. Absolutely. I think she just wanted to address it because it can make other people who, you know, aren't the typical size zero feel like shit seeing that right so
1: yeah and i th- and exactly like she i think she was just calling it out more from the perspective of like people seem to be kind of capitalizing on this trend um so major accounts major influencers or other popular public figures are jumping right. on this bandwagon yeah. and doing this side by side thing which is getting tons of likes and tons of engagement and obviously growing their accounts and um, Not bad, like there's nothing wrong with building your followers or whatever, but I think it comes when it comes at the expense of somebody else or other people that may really struggle with particularly body issues. Um, so when you are considered the socially accepted like size zero to six and in one picture you're flexing or you say you're flexing and then in the next picture you're not and you look pretty much the same mm-hmm. in both pictures or you're like contorting your body into these ridiculous positions or pinching the skin and sort of calling it fat in a way like oh I have belly rolls too
2: it, it just it, it's not sending a great message not very authentic or genuine and you kind of look like a yeah loser no offense <laughs> please don't squeeze your skin yeah it, it yeah.
1: is it comes across a bit ridiculous yeah 'Cause I think it's in insu- for me it was insulting and offensive because it's like you're kind of saying to women, like you're too stupid to realize that <laughs> this is not just my skin, like it, yeah. we know what you're doing. Like we have, we, skin we have too. We also have bodies. <laughs> we know with how skin it goes. It.
2: <laughs> but it's not just that, like, if you're calling that your like, you know, your Instagram or versus reality and that's like your fat, like what about somebody who actually does have real fat, or somebody who has something like, you know, um, the mummy tummy stretch mark thing that they can't get rid of because you can't exercise off skin? Like, what about those people? And and then it makes them feel a hundred times worse.
1: Yeah, and 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 the thing is, there's nothing wrong with doing that because we all agree that normalizing different body types is necessary because we shouldn't even think about it it shouldn't be like oh did you notice her cellulite or did you notice her stretch mark or her role or this why because those things are getting called out that's why people are noticing it and so just going back to why I loved Amanda's account is that she does come across very authentic she does take pictures and when she does her story she's completely barefaced, like no makeup and I don't notice that I, I don't think to say oh well I wonder why she's not wearing mascara and why or she's not like oh I can't believe she show that because she doesn't call it out like she's like and she talks about this on our episode it's like I'll post a pretty picture of myself. I'll slap a filter on there if I want to, but I'm not calling every little thing out because you just draw attention yeah. to it. And I totally
2: agree with that. And we as women really should stop doing that. Yeah. Yeah. We have to stop apologizing for all those things, you know, like. And stop calling it out. Yeah. That's what I mean. That it is an apology because it's like oh, I'm not wearing my mascara right now. It's like your explanation to people when it is not necessary. You do not need to explain a damn thing to a damn person. And it's just like, it's your own kind of insecurity, I think. It's your own shit, right? Well, it goes back to lo- what we've talked about on the show many times is that
1: society has kind of like made us feel yeah. that we have to apologize for not wearing makeup or not having our hair done or not wearing clothes or being too fat or being too skinny. Like all of these things we have to have an explanation for or yeah, justify for sure. if we are putting anything about that
2: on social media. We wish it would be more positive. We wish it would be um, you know, more wom- woman on woman um, I guess support and and things like that but and we're here to do our best just yeah and I think the accounts like Amanda's um, really
1: do help because you're allowed to laugh at yourself you're allowed to just be a person and just do your own thing and you're allowed to not wear makeup and have your hair done and all that stuff and she's someone who just is like and that's what I fell in love with with her account and the podcast as well and we're super honored to have her on the show and welcome to the show, Amanda. Thank you so much yes. for being here with us. We're so
0: excited to talk to you. We have so many questions and so many things we want to Thank you deep for dive having on. me. I just had to turn, like, turn on my audio because my nephew turned it down to zero. So the last podcast I did for my own podcast, I was on mute and I was going to murder my sister <laughs> for letting her son fuck my shit up and it didn't it was on like he didn't change the levels to like a two or like a seven like a zero like I was on mute did you have
2: to redo the whole thing
0: well luckily I wish like the story was that he ruined it so bad that I didn't have anything but luckily I had my zoom file so it's like shitty cover it though so so it's not like the good audio but it's whatever we've had that happen but thank you for having me (laughs) <laughs> yeah thank, thank you so much Made sure for your podcast that i'm on a good your vibe. levels are yeah. up good <laughs> and hopefully all yes, ours are yes.
1: <laughs> that's all we ask for but i feel like you're gonna have a lot more stories like that once you have your baby which we were just chatting mm-hmm. about which will be soon because they like to touch everything and wreck everything eventually so yeah so fun is this yeah. your first baby it, it is so gonna fun. be my first
0: baby <laughs> yeah you must be so excited I am I'm, I, I've i been very in denial I think my entire pregnancy like that's I knew fair. that I was pregnant but I didn't know that I was gonna have a baby if that makes <laughs> sense is it having a baby or like giving birth that's the looming scary thing right now it's the giving birth because I yeah, just started to like realize that. that part too yeah. yeah, I, I did that, to do
1: that near the end of my pregnancy I was like totally fine I was like it's fine it's a means to an end It has to happen and then stupidly I was like maybe I should start watching The TLC birth. Never never I've never ever in my life been interested in those shows And then just that on my first pregnancy I was like this seems like a great idea I'll do that and then I was like Well that I was watched the Amy idea.
0: Schumer documentary I haven't seen it Did she yet. give birth in that? She is well, it was about her pregnancy, and Poor Thing oh, had, like, the most yeah. awful pregnancy. And and I recommend for people to only watch it, I think, like, when they're already pregnant, because you might not want to get pregnant. After they've given birth. You... Yeah. Well, I
2: was just going to say, those videos are birth control, and for you, it's way too late now, so... Right, that's what I'm <laughs> Don't saying. Don't even so, torture yourself.
0: <laughs> so Amy Schumer's thing was, like... On one hand, I was like, "Wow, women are incredible." Yeah, blown away um, and emotional, probably because I am pregnant. But at the same time, I literally told people like, this "If you hideous. are before pregnancy, don't watch it because yeah. it is." If I knew that, I don't know. It is women are insane. Women well, are
2: insane. A girlfriend of mine. Um, was pregnant and having a baby and she was freaking out before birth. I'm like, okay, you know what? She's like, what if it's so big? What if it rips me in half? And I'm like, okay, let's just Google the biggest baby ever born. So then we can be prepared for the worst. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you right now, do not do that. It is the worst. It's the worst you can ever imagine. It's so it's <laughs> fucked. Oh, so do not don't do that. that to make yourself That's feel not a feel good better. Idea. You won't feel better.
1: I'll tell you, I don't have horror stories with either of my pregnancies or my births, my first child was out in half an hour. My second was out in oh. 10
0: minutes. So, so you have good stories. It's not all yeah. bad.
1: Yeah. So it's not all bad. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be like, it was so beautiful and I felt nothing. I felt a lot and it was terrible. But I mean, it wasn't this like 17 hours of pushing or anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. I so, mean, yeah. I'm trying you not get to lucky. prepare
0: myself for anything. So I'm not expecting A yeah. or B. So I'm just trying to not think about it.
1: I'm
2: sure it'll be fine.
1: I mean, you're handling it really well, and if you're feeling yeah. good right now,
2: just like go you're with probably that. Be just <laughs> mad, so
1: don't stress. Go with that. Yes, yes, it's going to be a perfect, healthy, great birth, and you're going to have a who.
2: Unfortunately, baby the it's going it. to
0: be a Leo. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Unfortunately, I don't know. Oh, just
2: Leo. <laughs> no, but I don't know what it
0: means. I'm just being. I literally, I don't know nothing about astrology, so I don't. I'm not like anti-Leo at all. I'm anti-like the month of august right now because a it's like a hot ass (laughs) month i don't like it i don't like when it's that hot um and like i said sorry but there's so many people born in it and then it makes sense because people were like oh because like people are bored in the winter so they like make babies yeah
2: i want to preface that i'm not anti leo obviously i just uh it was just from when we were talking before um you have so many leos in your family so when's your birthday what are you I have a I'm Leo. I'm May 31st, so I'm and a Gemini. have got heads a lot right now. Yeah, Leos oh, are really?
1: stubborn. You should listen to our episode, or two episodes ago. As of tomorrow, um, we had uh, Dr. Jennifer Friedon, who is a psycho- psychological astrologer, and she's amazing. And she read both mine and Jess's birth yeah. chart. So, uh, me being a Leo, you'll get some insight. And Jess is a Capricorn. Uh, but yeah she was she's so cool she's in uh, Santa Barbara in California so uh, she's another fellow
2: American for you
0: because
2: you're from New York yeah how's it going down there no it's actually going
0: well New York is uh New York was the Mm -hmm. epicenter um, but Cuomo actually did an amazing job and New Yorkers did an amazing job we were at at the height of it we were like at 800 deaths a day which was like so hard to even like grasp and right now we're down to like uh 10 like less than 10 hospitalizations are way down like infection rates are way down um I'm really proud I'm really proud of New York we did a great job and we're also looking at like What's happening in states that, you like know, like go too quickly, like California mm-hmm. and Florida. Exactly. And he's doing like everything to make that not happen. Yeah. Like we were supposed to move on to like phase four of like indoor dining. That's not happening yet. Um, so everyone's taking precautions. People are wearing masks. And uh, it's just weird to think like, when will reality be normal? Is it? Do we think it's going to be like
2: this forever? For years? Like, I don't we're know We're entering it's, stage it's really one, weird. 3,
1: 4, whatever it is for us, where you can start dining. But yeah, I was watching the news a lot, like obsessively and following like New York status. And um, it was really scary because we're actually pretty close to New York. Um, yeah. And so it was so sad to like hear the reports. But yeah, I have seen like Cuomo has just like locked that shit down. He's like, no, nope, we're not we're not having this anymore. So it's so good to hear that you guys are like pulling out.
0: Yeah, no, we it works. Like, that's the crazy thing. Like, you see how much it works. Like when people start being responsible, when people stayed home for a while. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were home for it's crazy to think Same since March. Same with us. And you see how much I mean, we're at a 1% like out of the Out of, like, 60,000 tests a day, I get... I don't read, like, any... My role was always to, like, I want to see, at the end of the day, what Cuomo says. So I get his emails, and I follow his Twitter, and that's what I look at. I don't start... um, You know, at the beginning of this, you guys remember, like, how many every day there were like articles upon articles and different people saying different things. And it was just like so much information. Oh yeah. I was just like, I'm not going to overload myself. And I just want to know like the facts about my state because Mm -hmm. this is where I live and and whatever. And they're so different. Clearly
2: Um, they're all handling things. So with, I can't believe how different everything
0: is like Florida is it's like a different country by the way they're behaving. And cause it's crazy because the, uh, the state officials like were given uh, the right to kind of like take charge of their own state, yeah. which is a good thing for so us.
2: Our, our province uh, leaders are kind of dictating it as well. Um, but yeah, that we kind of, I don't know. I don't even think we cracked down. Probably not, but our government, I think has been handling it
1: but- pretty well. Like, Ontario, Toronto specifically being our big Toronto is our New York of Canada. So I mean, like that was the epicenter that we needed to worry about. And obviously, it was hit the hardest. Um, But yeah, like our government was just like, no, we're not moving out of stage one for a long time and then just stage two just like kind of happened now they're like talking about getting into stage three come August I believe so but I kind of stopped watching the news too because I was just like I don't know just I I live
2: in my backyard now so yeah this is my life now I don't want to go back to the phases where I have to wear makeup and underwear I don't want to do it
0: I'm happy here
1: but yeah so I mean like I'm glad that you're safe and we're safe. And it seems like a lot of places are kind of getting back to some normalcy, which is great. Um, but we wanted you on the show not to talk about COVID, but to um, talk about a bunch yeah. of other very important stuff too. Um, but you are the founder or creator of Not Skinny, But Not Fat. So we would love for you to like tell us where that brainchild came from.
0: Um, uh, I have to be honest it's one of those things that's like I've always written and uh, I've loved to write like I had journals since I was like 11 I I keep them too like my mom poor thing has to always like keep all our shit Uh, but I have like journals every day I would write and then I had like blogs and I thought I was gonna write a book so I've always been um, very much into writing and I remember I moved here from Israel with my husband in uh, 2015. I lived in Israel for five years with him. (laughs) Well, I lived in Israel also as a kid, but I won't go into that. But uh, I, so yeah, so we came back here together in 2015 and, um, and it was hard. Like we were kind of getting, I was getting reused to living in New York after living in Israel for like five years. He was like, so he never lived in New York? He only had lived on. in Israel? Yeah. He's, uh, compl- so why is it so different? Oh my God. It's like coming... I've never been to Israel. I mean, it's different. First of all, I yeah. think coming from anywhere to New York is a shock. Because New York is... No. There's no city like it. It's a, a lot. Um, it's a city that never it's, sleeps. I mean, it's it's the biggest city in the world. Yeah. yeah. And it's... uh, And especially Israel... Even though we were living in Tel Aviv, which is, like, a city, it's still, like, everything is different. The culture is different. The people, public transportation, walking down the street, everything. So, and I think moving, moving is that a really far, big too. thing. Like, sometimes yeah, moving that far, too. Yeah. So, I was crazy. kind of like, whatever, I'm moving home. And I thought it would be no big deal. Um, and, and that i just have to worry about my husband, kind of being okay but I it was kind of hard for me and I remember I think that out of like darkest times come like the biggest kind of like gems in our life uh for sure so it was like a bad time I was like on Instagram I was reading funny things and I was like oh like that was kind of when Instagram became more than just like pictures of yourself (laughs) like there were memes and there you know shit like that so I was like, oh, like I went. I remember going to sleep. You know the thoughts you have, like in bed before you go to sleep. You're like, tomorrow I'm mm-hmm. gonna, you know, be <laughs> vegan, and I'm gonna sign up for. That's like, when I have karate. my best so It was one of those moments. things. I was like, going to sleep, the best and,
1: ideas, and in the morning I'm like,
0: I'm not doing any of that shit. Forget yeah. <laughs> right, but sometimes, <laughs> like seldom, but sometimes. So it was one of those. Like I was going to sleep, and I was like. I'm going to write shit on Instagram tomorrow. I'm going to open an account. And I literally, I mean, it's hard for me to remember, but I think it was then that I was like, I'm going to call it not skinny, but like, I don't even know. It wasn't like I was brainstorming names. It wasn't like I was like, I want to become like an Instagram influencer. Not at all. It was just like, I want to write things and like people write things on here. So like, I'll do that tomorrow. And, um, it just kind of
2: started. It wasn't like something that you wanted to start or put time into it before. Not
0: at all. And uh it grew on its own. And those are the things I'm a I'm a big like doer. Like I do sometimes it's bad like before I think even. So like a lot yeah, of things don't like come to fruition because of it cuz <laughs> I'm like first of all do it. Like I'm not I'm not patient enough to like sit and think and plan and some things work out, you know? So it was like I mean, what do you mean work out? It's 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 when I started it and I got into it and then, like, a friend would tag a friend and, and, and kind of the stuff I was writing was getting out there and then, you know, a big Instagram account would take it and repost it. Then I was like, oh, my God, like, there's something here. And it gave me motivation to, you know, continue doing it. And until today, it's like, you know, one of yeah. them. It's like my baby. It's like uh, kind of, of my life. In a, in a, Absolutely. uh, not in, and again, not in a way that I'm like, it doesn't, you know, a lot of people that have Instagram accounts that are public and have some followers, it's like, you know, uh, call themselves influencers or, or like, it's my job to share with you guys. That's not how I feel. I literally feel like it's my, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm just me on Instagram and I happen to have people that follow me that, that, are, like, part of my life a lot more well, than, I think like, you some have more friends of mine. Well, I think you have more than a few people that
1: follow you. You have quite a large following. And, <laughs> I mean, it's – when I finally discovered the account, it became instantly one of my favorite accounts because it's hilarious. And your realness and authenticity does come through. You don't come across, like, you are just doing this for mm-hmm. the gram. Um, you, you, you can tell that you, like, mean what you say and, like, this is how you feel about certain things and – I just love that like we're all about authenticity we love the people that are just real talk real shit and it was just like this girl is like saying the things that we're all thinking but like saying it in the best way and the funniest way and and like in a way that like you might some people might be like oh I'm a little offended by that but then you're also like but I'm not that was true it's funny
2: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> it's
2: like how comedians pull shit off you know what I mean?
0: I'm, and sometimes I, you know, get some shit, but to be honest, like, and sometimes I deserve it. I'm like, that was bitchy and I am talking shit about this person and that is shitty. And I probably wouldn't want someone to talk shit about me, but you know, that's life. You don't want people talking shit about you, but they do. And, um, and it's really like. You know, my little sister, Arielle, who who, uh, I post a lot, she lives in my building, so we're together a lot, and she was coming on my podcast, too, a lot. she, I used to DM her like all the shit that I post now, so she gets offended. She's like, "Why didn't you send me that?" You know, you know, Chrissy Teigen posted this, and I'm like, "I just put it up now." You know what I mean? I don't send it to her anymore to gossip about it in like in our DMs. I like post it um, because it's shit that it's everyone kind of cares about. Um, so I appreciate that. It's um, really means a lot to me. Like when people feel that come across, and it's and again, it's it's just kind of what it is well you also are kind of saying the things that we are
2: all thinking too in your captions right so I think that uh that's why people well I think people are probably like I wish I did that or said
1: that or thought of this account but I think like it started as the Instagram account and then it grew into a podcast like was that came after I assume right? which is also fantastic your podcast is hilarious you have some awesome guests you guys get like really good banter going like it's very easy to listen to Um, it's you know it it all just comes across like really fresh and natural and funny like it's just joy like it's fun to like take time out of your day to just like listen to it and you get some of that celebrity gossip that you want which also I want you to like get into that Um, but you also just feel like this is just a real chick like I just appreciate what she's saying
0: thank you it's I, I I said this before like I used to be I've always loved this shit like celebrities and pop culture and and tv and reality tv and whatever um and I wasn't always like proud of it you know what i mean i was like oh my god i'm so superficial shallow and dumb what's wrong with me read a book you know (laughs) instead of like us weekly and you know my older sister used to make fun of me because she went into like medicine and public health and she volunteered in fucking tanzania with like she she was, like, the opposite of me. So for her... I was going to say the exact, exact opposite. Exact opposite. And I remember, like, at dinners, like, we, family, friends would be like, what it does... Like, oh, Amanda, like, what are you into? And she would be like, That's superficial things. Um, yeah. And I showed her. You know what I mean? I showed her. Um, but now it's just, like, kind of, like... Obviously, I'm deeper than just caring about that shit. But I think it gives us all... Like, the escapism is so real and is so needed in life. And I know that, you know, like, you know, I even say this, like, a lot of times when I have an anxiety, like, a lot of, like, um, therapists would be like, don't go on your phone. I'm like, go on your phone. (laughs) Like,
2: look at something. That little minute of escape, the distraction from the crazy thoughts that you're having. It means a lot. I do it yeah, too.
0: Yeah, like look at how many likes you're getting on a picture rather than think that, you know, something awful is going to yeah, happen get that and you're going to die or whatever me, your panic attack is going on. Yeah, yeah so I'm, um, uh, yeah, really, really grateful for everything that happened with the account in such a... Um, kind of natural and organic way and it it kind of like, you know, I, when people call it like, Oh, this account, that's what I'm saying. It's like me. So I'm not like, Oh, this is this thing. It's like, I care about writing funny things. I care about celebrities. I care about the reality TV that I watch. I care about my family. So like, it's all in there. And then I've, like I said, I've always loved everything, um, reality TV and celebs. So the podcast and getting those people on and talking to them, um, and having that be, such a natural kind of transition of, of the Instagram, uh, and, and much more than I thought at the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm doing this, but like my Instagram is still like my thing. And then the podcast became, because it's speaking to people, you know, you meet so many people and, and you learn so much more. It's, it's just like the, it's kind of like the next natural transition and step, like, in this world, I guess. And I'm really, did you want to start the podcast and, or and did your media studio too. reach
1: out to you and say, you should start a podcast.
0: No, I actually started it by no, not by myself. That was, was going to be a <laughs> stupid idea. Like I told you guys before that I jump into things. So it was like, I need to start a podcast tomorrow. Like <laughs> Google, how to get an Apple podcast, like blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, but like record on my phone and, And, and I really had to stop myself and be like, Amanda, like you want to do this and you want to do it, you know, professionally and right. And like, you know, before you put it out there to your followers and everything. So I literally had to stop myself in my tracks, not put out something tomorrow when I thought about it today. And, um, And I was really proud of myself for that, actually, because like I said, it could be like a good thing about me that I do things like that. But a lot of times it made things not happen as well as they could have because I didn't put in enough effort. So um, I found like a podcast network. It was actually a friend from college um, and he has like had like a podcast network and he started it with me like. He really gave me all the tools and the equipment and like just knowing what I was doing and having it sound good and, you know, editing it and producing it. And he's was dear and amazing. Uh, but obviously when the opportunity from Dear Media came and, and their big network that I um, really appreciated what they're doing because they're very much about like female uh, produce and yeah. run podcasts. They're all female. Nice. Um, and giving, uh, kind of like power to female voices and, and they stand for like a lot of what I believe in and they're great. So I actually had to, um, do a really hard thing for me and leave my, my first producer and, and, um, move to them. So that just happened recently. That happened like a month ago. I was with, uh, the smaller network, um, for the first year of the podcast and then decided, when the offer from Dear Media came to kind of switch over, um, it was a hard one because I am like kind of I'm a loyal ass bitch, you know. And it's like, oh, I started with him and he was so great, and there's nothing we did amazing together. But it's kind of like, well, you gotta grow. You gotta take and that opportunity. That you're um, and I think if yeah. they're
1: a real friend yeah. then they're supportive of that, right? Like, I would hope that if we were in that situation, that same thing would happen yeah. to us. It would just be like, congrats, off you go to your next level.
0: Yeah, I was like, I when I had to tell him, I mean, he's more of like a kind of acquaintance that I knew that had a podcast company. And then we, we were very friendly, but it was I was like sweating. I had to like get naked for the call. I was like, how am I telling him? And he was so chill. Like he was literally like, that's great. Like, congrats. And I'm like, oh, you don't hate me like slash want to murder me slash like. And I'm sure it's hard for him too, because it was something that we did together, and he saw future in it. Obviously, totally. but um, it's we're like waiting the for of him is, it. You know, and, call us, and so
1: you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like we're going to leave our current us. producer yeah, too. Our that. current producer
2: <laughs> is us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we'll we're take on a producer.
1: Producer applications <laughs> at this point.
0: Yeah. Well, listen today, you know it's podcasting is so easy to do like on your own too. And if you know what you're doing, I don't even know how to like edit. I don't know anything.
2: So COVID allowed me the time and Lauren, um, to the time to learn Mm -hmm. how to edit. And at first, like before we had a producer and because we sat down and we tried to do it for like one minute on our very first episode, we're like, Kate, no, (laughs) this is not happening. And then I don't know what happened. Like, during COVID, I just sat down and I just started editing. I'm like, oh my God, this is so easy. I don't know what the fuck we were so worried about. And now I actually really like it and I can bang through the episodes. The first episode I did, though, it took me eight hours to edit a one <laughs> yeah. hour. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But my dad's, now uh, I can do them like
0: way quicker. Has,
1: <laughs> well, both our dads are musicians and they know how to also produce music Um, And so they're both set up with equipment and studios and stuff. So we, I got in there uh, one day after an episode and he kind of taught me. And then ever since then, we both just sort of did it. So we're, we're set. We can come with our own editing abilities. We just need the producer, the network. (laughs) We need that part. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Um, Yeah, we need the network. But no, I mean, like, it's awesome that, as a female, you've had that opportunity and you are growing like we are all about female empowerment, too. That's why we actually wanted to start the podcast and like talking to yeah. we only have females on our show and just talking to so many different women from different backgrounds, different experiences, um, people like yourself that have built sort of like a brand yeah. out of an idea that you were just like sleeping or trying to sleep one night, like not skinny enough but not fat. That's that's where it's at. Like going to do it. <laughs> And then it did. Yeah, I'm going and with that. so we feel that, like, those stories need to be told. Like, people need to know the backstory. Women need to find inspiration and believe in themselves. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. And empowerment. Yeah. I think hearing these stories helps a lot of women. So many people, like, obviously men too, but so many women are sitting there with these ideas, like, oh, maybe next year or, you know, like, I don't know if I can pull that off or whatever, and then you hear someone doing it, and you're like, no, I'm fucking running for yeah. it, and that's kind of, like, what we did, Laura. Um, we yeah. weren't uh, as thoughtful as you, Amanda. We we did start with the phone and everything with our podcast. Uh, we did jump right in it, so but we had to. this idea, and then we just made it happen, and, like, obviously, we're not um, <laughs> with the big networks yet, yeah. but... We're having fun. <laughs> well, good.
0: I think it's, listen, you never know where things start and where they can go. And um, I think if people come into things with the right intentions um, and from a place of wanting to do something kind of pure and good, I think that the sky is the limit and people should do things. Yeah. Uh, if it's thinking yeah. about them for a little longer and giving them thought, that's fine. But um, yep. if it's doing it the it's next morning, the best doing that do it. Yeah. Um, it's probably better to think it through. Um but it
2: also does I think something else. Like I said, we're not uh we don't have millions of followers, but it, what it does for us is so huge as it as it is right now. So, um I think that if if anyone has this like little idea, you're motivation enough to know that just try it. Yeah. I mean, I
0: when I remember the beginning of my account, like I said, I didn't go into it trying to get followers or it wasn't Mm. I didn't even really know that world that well because in 2015 like I said Instagram was very much like I followed my friends and I followed like celebrities you know there weren't these like people that you don't really know where they're from but like you're interested in their lives so I came into it with just like I want to write these funny things and have people relate to it and the not skinny, but not fat was because most of my funny thoughts and like my my brand within myself, like as a person is like, yeah, they not skinny, but not fat. You know, like talking about weight, always being in the in between with with what that, you know, not skinny, but not fat thing. So a lot of my like beginning writing snippets or memes that people call them were like about that like you know when you are hungry and you eat everything (laughs) in your house like who doesn't relate to that you know or like oh I'll just have a little snack and no um that turns into you know seven slices of pizza and a sandwich so (laughs) and people like relate to that and it makes them feel better oh I'm not the only one or
2: um well and it's hilarious too because most of the things that are in memes. Like, people don't really talk about, I don't know why, but so many of them, they don't talk about, then you see it and you're like, oh my God, that's so me too. I can't believe well, that that's the thing. are like most yeah. relatable. It just makes it so like, funny. This is so my when... inner
1: thoughts or my inner voice. This is me yeah. on a regular basis. And obviously, it's
0: millions of other people too. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, how'd you know what I do at night? <laughs> right. And then you're like, wait, I'm not that special, but... You know, at the be- I feel very
2: basic a lot of the time <laughs> here.
0: Like I thought I was like this complex creature of the night, <laughs> but I'm actually uh, a basic ass bitch. But at the beginning, so you know, true. my family was following me. I had to beg my friends from Israel to follow me. Uh, so, you know, it's like I have 12 <laughs> followers. So like at least, I don't know, 20. So, you know, you have to be passionate about something if you want it to, yeah. to work and I was just passionate about writing things and seeing people, kind of like share it with their friends and feel the same way. And it gave me motivation to be like, oh, like I have this other thought. I wonder if people are going to relate to this crazy thought, which isn't that crazy because people related to it. Um, but but yeah, no, I but, appreciate I mean, it what you grew girls are doing so that's, much that's because great. you gained some serious Thank notoriety. You. I mean, the the
1: guests that you have on your podcast, um, they they aren't like nobodies, right? Like you do have a lot of the celebrities or actors or mm-hmm. I guess they're not actors, the people from all these great reality TV shows and like you really get into it with them and like
0: yeah. get them to
1: talk to you and they want to talk to you, which is also amazing. So, I mean, it, it, you put with not skinny but not fat, you also put things into perspective and that is one of the main things that like we really appreciated because there is a thing of being not skinny and not fat like it and it's not to say that in like a um with a negative connotation it's just like you're allowed to just be like you're allowed to just be a normal person kind of in the middle you don't have to be a supermodel and you're not mm-hmm. someone who maybe is like severely overweight and unhealthy like you're just we're just normal chicks and I think we get lost in this world of trying not to be that right like we're like well I need to look like and Kendall Jenner and it's like that's you're not not gonna happen like just never I'm five foot two, gonna happen. And never, gonna happen. never gonna happen for <laughs> me
2: no she is like minimum six too. I like she especially when she stands beside um like Courtney or, or the shorter one she looks so really Jess is really tall. up yeah, on
1: celebrity tall. gossip she's... the shorter one <laughs>
0: yeah yeah no but she got it right she got it right it is Courtney okay I do like Courtney actually well she's the love of my life yeah and
2: I saw that you posted that about her
0: shoe. I know because (laughs) listen Kim uh uh Chloe well Kylie really started pissing me off like I had to unfollow her at the beginning of quarantine I had to unfollow her too because she's like the antithesis of like what I believe in and what I like to look at so even though it's, like, I want to be, like, reporting on these things and sharing the things, it was making me so angry that I was, like, <laughs> this isn't good for you. Like, you, no, no. like, was not worth it. Like, um, no. and, and I'm saying it, like, half jokingly, obviously, but it was, like, one of the last, like, photo shows Ugh. she did at her house during, uh, you know, COVID when she, she bought like a new $40 million house, she had her friend Stassi baby at her house. They're both have the same doctor manufactured bodies and they were like yeah, spritzing themselves the or I don't know. It was like very like, like yeah. oil or Kylie oh, skin yeah, or sunscreen. whatever the fuck. And I was like, I got, yeah, sunscreen. You thought oil cause it was like so <laughs> sexual, but, <I> um, <laughs> and i had to unfollow her i I was like i can't do it but so courtney because i do love the kardashians and i love the show um to me like her wearing sandals just like shows the world like kylie would never wear sandals
2: well just shows that that's like a real situation because so many of their situations that they post are ridiculous like i don't care I don't know who the fuck is walking around in heels 24 seven to run to like Burger King. These They're always
0: like, it just seems so ridiculous. They're always ridiculous. in hair and makeup and they're always yeah. like in a gazillion. Yeah. So it's, it's, and I think Courtney just stands for the one that, okay, obviously she's not relatable. Like the sandals, I found them, they're a thousand dollars. But uh um, yeah, doable to be saved up for a <laughs> bit, yeah. You know, um, like you could. You could get it. Yeah, I've totally I mean it's No, we could charge it. it. Yeah. I could put on my credit card, like <laughs> But Jess doesn't I even wear shoes. Jess lives in sack dresses oh and God. no underwear. So she's no. like, shoes?
1: Who needs shoes? I have feet. Yeah. I
2: have <laughs> $1,000 shoes.
0: But at least there is one yeah. that would wear sandals. I don't know. It's like she gives yeah. me more of a natural uh, vibe than the other ones. And because I do love the family, I need to have at least one pillar of like someone I can yeah. kind of relate to. Because like you said, Kendall, yeah. uh, like – Kendall might be a little bit down to earth more than the other ones, but she's unrelatable because she's a fucking (laughs) supermodel. Right. So, um, so at least Courtney, (laughs) Courtney has that, that like relatability for me.
2: And I love how her being relatable is simple is as simple as her wearing sandals on like a a tour with her family. Like it looks like she's traveling. Like I love how that's like the straw (laughs) that you're pulling out. Like I'll take it.
0: (laughs) No, it's not just that. I post a lot of her moments when she's uh, when she's being more relatable than the others. She definitely, she has, she's trying. I think she's yeah. trying to hold on to yeah to like I'm not like them, even though yeah. I'm definitely enjoying all yeah. The well, she loves and, the but show also, too. I think she, right.
1: in a way though, like that's her branding. Like they all have their branding, and Courtney's is more of the like yeah. I'm just real like i'm a mom and i actually gave birth to my children and um like i have the same like trials and tribulations other women go through like messy divorce and just weirdness there and then kim represents like just this completely unattainable everything in my (laughs) opinion like
0: well, right.
2: I find it very strange yeah. that she actually has four kids. Because what, like, you have four fucking kids. How she's are a pajillionaire all the time. She have like, to do anything? I don't get how that's even possible. I know. So what? Wow. She just does makeup for two hours a day. Like, how do you have that time? Even with all the Amanda nannies explained. and whatever? I don't. <laughs> you would not
0: <laughs> Please tell us how she has. I mean, listen. She gets glam every <laughs> Simple morning. Simple as that. And the Nannies are with the kids. <laughs> that's all there is to it that's so that's what happens. it's as simple as that i mean it's i'm i i hope for her that she has days where she is without makeup yeah. and can just like live life because i that's the thing people to me anyone who doesn't you know at our at our age or or you know who, at a level of maturity know that celebrities and and you know the kardashians and whatever. Don't be jealous of them. That shit. I I can't even get a pedicure without being impatient and being like... I wouldn't want to sit in a chair every day for two hours, three hours. Like, I wouldn't want for everyone to know me on the street so that I couldn't look like shit walking my dog, you know, or, and that's just the small things. I'm not even talking about mental health and how, you know, most child stars and Disney people and, you know, Justin Bieber and Britney Spears. Oh my God. We have to talk about her. Everyone's so fucked up. What is going
2: on? Well, I've been following her obviously for years and it's just her uh, Instagram is the most confusing like thing like you're a grown-ass woman what the fuck are you posting what is happening here so please tell us some insight
0: i mean i'm not really for the like conspiracy theories just because you know it's it's i i'm less into that um we do know that she's under the conservatorship really harsh one for like 12 years we know that that's something that um usually doesn't happen unless you're like incapacitated completely. So it's like a weird thing to have happened to top of the world. a woman who was able yeah. to go on tours and make millions and millions of dollars. So there's something fishy, something very fishy. Uh, you know, I, I put up a, a few clips, her brother yeah. went on this podcast. Um, I don't know why he would do that. Like, uh, it's not <laughs> like he was invited by like, you know, uh, Oprah Winfrey for yeah. a sit down. Um, <laughs> It was a very kind of like anonymous, uh, a very small podcast that uh, obviously probably gained popularity, but I don't know why he would do a sit down tell all with like a stranger about his sister. He wasn't asked one question about himself. It was literally about Brittany. I watched it. It wasn't easy for me because he's such a tool and he gave such a, vi- a creepy really? vibe and such a vibe of like something's wrong here. Like he was we were talking about female empowerment. He was the most sexist person. And imagine like him trying to sound probably less sexist than he is. And he still came across like he said shit like the females in our house, like in our family, have really our st- strong opinion. Wow. All these things that are like that even the host who was, like, trying to kind of, like, be nice to him was, like, yeah, you know, like, women have opinions. (laughs) Yeah, that's what he told him. He's, like, you know, the Constitution. Did you know women can vote now? It was just very, yeah. No, he told him that, I think. Yeah, but isn't Britney's dad, like, kind of
2: a dick. So I'm sure he learned it from there. Like, no,
0: so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The vibe of the brother totally yeah. probably emulates the whole dynamic. what the dad is like. Cause he also that's said, terrible. you know, that the whole dynamic is fucked. Like he said the word females way too many times in the interview Um, you know, he, whoever didn't watch it, like you could find it on YouTube and, and be freaked out. So there is something there for sure, because we know it's a weird situation. The woman is, uh, can't manage her own anything. She can't even, she has an allowance, um, all that shit. Uh, the videos are weird. I used to think the videos are weird, and that she couldn't dance anymore, and that she her voice is different, and all that because I assumed she was dealing with some sort of mental yeah. health, mental illness, yeah. and she was probably on medication. Which I'm my whole yeah. thing is like, why isn't she on then better medication? Like, why isn't her cocktail mm, functional? Like adjusted <laughs> so that she's. Functioning more in a in a way that that resembles yeah. like what she was like like we know how much medication can help so we know she seems odd that's the thing like we're allowed to say that she seems different than what we know you know a lot of people are like no Brittany like you're amazing like keep doing no, you off. like she no, looks something like is she's off. wearing like,
1: day old makeup yeah. in every video and that her hair is just like a disaster.
0: And she and the videos are weird. Where are they being filmed? Why are they being filmed? She Why also have full filmed? of her children. Uh, yeah, not. I don't. I yeah. think she barely. So sees I just saw an really, article about like Kevin weird. Federline
1: saying like, "Oh, I, I feel completely like comfortable with Britney having the boys." So there, there is, there is yeah. so much weirdness. And like for somebody talking about people that have endless resources like the Kardashians, Britney is one of those people. And like. Maybe she doesn't want to deal with two hours of hair and makeup in a day. Don't blame her. Like, who does other than the Kardashians? But it just looks like she hasn't washed her face and she hasn't brushed her hair. And she is talking. It's very juvenile. And, like, we were chatting about it before. And it just seems like she hasn't like or she's reverted back to being like this 16-year-old Britney where that all that kind of like persona is acceptable and like expected of like a young teenager where you're almost 40 years old and you're a mom of two and like you're the queen of pop like something is very very off and and we are genuinely concerned too like she was such a huge part of our youth and like it's just yeah, a woman. No, you like you bad. feel bad. Like yeah, you're a mom. Same. You should have your kids. You should be treated properly. You should have yeah. access to the things that you have built and earned and like just have the rights to a dignified life. And it just doesn't seem like she yeah. has that
0: well let's hope for the best for her to get out of the conservatorship yeah. and hopefully um it was supposed to be I think the hearing is gonna be in August, August like twenty first uh because it kept on getting like extended and it was there was supposed to be a hearing july 21st mm-hmm. like the other day and um it was supposed to be like via video because of like yeah. covid i guess and there were it was like hacked or like the judge wouldn't continue with it because there were a lot of different people entering of the chat it that is. weren't supposed to <laughs> i don't know if it's um yeah people the Cockers, free britney crazy people yeah. <laughs> but that really yeah. fucked it up so don't do that free britney crazy people because now her yes, she's hearing still is lockdown. postponed for another fucking month
2: do you know anything about her boyfriend because she has not really used with to him post either on every
0: single I don't, thing they're apparently together posted. yeah and now there's conspiracies that he's, like, her handler, that he's not really, like... He's her, in on that it. he's not really her yeah. boyfriend. I, like I said, there are a lot of conspiracies. You can probably find them, watch them, get into them. I've tried, like, things that people said. I've tried to, like, decipher. But then I was, like... I literally was, like, flipping a photo. <laughs> da Vinci code. Out, Trying to find, the, like, 911 on her eyelashes. <laughs> yeah, I was trying. And I was, like, legit stop. Because... We know yeah. the facts, and the facts no, are enough yeah. to feel bad for her and f- yeah. to want her to get, yeah. for me to support the hashtag Free Britney. Like, the facts yeah. are enough. Like, we know 100%. she had mental breakdowns. We know she's in a very, very, very strict conservatorship that she probably shouldn't be in. And yeah. uh, she, she seems like heavily to medicated too, and, life, and I wonder so. if
1: that's like by choice or by force. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I mean, exactly. That's what it comes down to for us. It's just like, we feel for you We're it just puts into perspective that these people are just human like the rest of us like yes they have had crazy fame yeah. and celebrity yeah. lifestyles but they at the end of the day they're skin and bones just like we are like
2: yeah they still have the same human problems yeah that us yeah and they're susceptible
1: face. to anything
0: because yeah of the and fame, even yeah. worse because you know money yeah. is great but because of the fame and because of young stardom and not having a normal childhood fucked up um, they get fucked up so be happy if you have a normal life because believe me like they yeah, would it's treat that's you right way now.
2: too much stress and um I, like freedom and responsibility for like Oh my god! I think I don't even know how adults can maintain it, um, and a yeah. lot of them clearly aren't. So uh, kids.
0: Well, Jesus, I mean, and that like kind of yeah. is a
1: good segue into like some of the other stuff we wanted to chat about too. Is this whole idea of like <laughs> like being able to make your own decisions and like emulating what you're seeing and wanting something so bad that you probably shouldn't really want and like the big thing right now is all the like body imagery that's happening right now and like this whole bravery um movement that is happening like with people
0: well first of all hashtag bravery yeah, copyright totally. you that's heard 100%. it here guys you, <laughs> you did <laughs> No, because I feel like you guys yes. get it because you know about what I was posting, but but some people don't. Like the people that are posting these things wouldn't would be offended for us to you know fair uh, sarcastically and that's call fine. I mean
1: that's that and that's kind of my whole like beef with the thing is that it's not bravery. It's offensive to those that for let's call it not skinny not fat people. Like it's it's and then everybody else too. Yeah. And or fat really people skinny people. And actual <laughs> fat people. Um because, you know, I think yeah. fat people and I say it with air quotes because it's just like a term, but I mean, it gets a lot of like attention people that are heavier or do not fit into that sort of like perfect zero to size four, um, sizing. But like also being on the complete other side of it, like being too thin is a problem too. And it's like dangerous and there's anorexia and there's so many other eating disorders that set you on the other side of the spectrum. But this whole like I I'm all here for like body positivity and just like body acceptance really because everybody is different we're supposed to be different we're not all robots that are supposed to look like one type of person for sure so it is really important that different body types and different people in general are being shown on like channels like all sorts of different channels um within the media but What is bothering me and like your account totally brought a lot of it even more to my attention is that a lot of these, I guess call them influencers are kind of capitalizing on it now. Like it's becoming a trend to do that side by side, squishing and contorting your body into these like ridiculous positions just to create like a thin line of squished skin because you can't call it fat. Um, to then compare it when they've got their tiny little shorts pulled up halfway to their like ribs and be like, see, it looks different and that's okay. It's like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't look different. And that's just irritating me. Yeah. So like you are kind of the queen of like the bravery movement. And so that's part of why we wanted to chat with you too, is just like, what the hell? Like, it's so good that you're bringing it out and calling it for what it
0: is. I know, but I have to be honest, I kind of want need to stop doing it and kind of have been not because I like you said, like I've been um, I noticed from the day that I noticed these side by sides, I was just seeing them everywhere. And each one was worse than the previous one, like uh, and I could tell that they were a lot of them were inauthentic and are and and because they were bringing such a big engagement and and from people then more influencers and more fitness accounts and more whatever were jumping on the bandwagon and being like oh this is a thing that gets a lot of attention and gets a lot of likes and gets a lot of engagement which is stuff that people think about um not me, but, uh, it's so obvious, like, and, and sometimes I hate, it's like, you know, when you watch reality TV and you wish you weren't thinking about the fact that maybe there are producers and maybe there's like, you know, Yeah. I, I hate thinking about this the behind the scenes. I wish I could be like, <laughs> oh, this is just a person being real and honest. But like, unfortunately I know that a lot of them aren't like they're great body positivity accounts and they're great fitness accounts. And I'm, I'm not pooing any of that, but I'm hating on the, the trend, Mm -hmm. like you said, because it has become a trend of uh, women that are uh, universally considered as thin uh, trying to, to show their flaws to make themselves look more relatable or like join the movement or whatever. But If you look at those girls' comments on the pictures, a lot of people are very supportive of it and are saying, oh, my God. And the reason why my sarcastic hashtag bravery is because people would say, you're so amazing for showing that and you're so great. And maybe they aren't saying brave, but they're giving them the kind of the motivation, the validation that it's like, it's, wow, like, oh, my God, you were flexing. And then in the right picture, you weren't flexing. Wow, that's, a, you're a hero. So I was posting those. And um, as you probably know, yeah, no, you were not doing tagging it respectfully, the accounts, obviously. Like, you weren't even outing chopping off people the heads. and being rude and shaming them. But people were offended, People were offended. There were a few uh, public figures that I didn't even know were public figures because I've, I would get a lot of submissions from followers and not even look at, like, who the people are. And if I don't know them by the face, then I wouldn't think about it. Um, and I got into some uh, altercations, which each I've handled very, like, like I've talked to the person and explained why I'm doing it and, like, why I think what they're doing isn't cool. Um, trying to say, like, hey, like, I- I'm not shaming you. I'm okay. shaming this kind of, like, trend. And I hope you know that you have a gorgeous body that 99% of the people that follow you and me would die for. So to see you and your hashtag reality one, which is that you're a bad one. That makes us feel like shit. Well, that's a good point, though.
1: What you said there, is, like, your bad one. Like, that is what it's saying. It's synonymous with this is an unacceptable kind of look. I need to always look like my good side picture. and
0: But here I am showing it because I'm, like, you know, I'm showing you the bad the the not flattering side and then i'm like wait your not flattering (laughs) side is me like never and that's me and then everything is relative and someone can look at my photo and say she's a model okay like she's the skinniest person ever um which is why i'm not posting things being like i'm so fat or i'm so because everything is so relative like i'm allowed to feel like you know, uh, super bloated one day or, and, and, you know, the other thing is like, I personally don't believe in the fact that I need to point out my cellulite to my followers to be real or not post a flattering picture of me post one that I, you know, it looks like I have a no thigh gap. Like, no, I want to look good in my photos. Like, I'm not saying go and uh, facetune them and, and be Chloe and Photoshop them. But you can say, oh, my God, this is a great photo of me. I want to post this because it's great. I don't need to take a picture of my thighs, you know, on the chair <laughs> being squished and squashed to show you guys that. No, because totally. it's just, that's what it feels like agreed. now. Yeah. Like, you know, the realer. Just be real. Like, just fucking be real. Like, just, you know, um be yourself, and and I think it's Chris, the guy you just Chris the guy uh, you just posted Ro- today, Rocker or something. Yeah, like he wrote it really well. He was like he put up a photo of himself sitting down, not having like an aid pack, and he was like, "I'm not brave. Yeah. I'm fucking like this is me." You know what I mean? And that's what I think we need to see more of. I need to think we need to see more of women of different shapes and sizes. And posting photos of themselves, not pointing out yeah. that they're not Kendall Jenner, just being like, what's up, beautiful day. And then people will be like, oh, my God, she's so confident and amazing. And that inspires me because she doesn't she feels so comfortable with herself and I should, too, or, or you know, whatever. And that's what inspires me personally, people that do that and not people that are pointing out. But I want to say on the flip side, which is important because I think we can all learn from both sides, is that one of my conversations with um, one of the women that I posted that, that she did not like that I did, um, she kind of said when I explained my side of it, um, she said that her side of it is that she suffered from an extreme eating disorder disorder. Um, you know, used to think she's the most, the grossest, you know, thing on earth and hated her body and hated herself. And that for her, those Instagram versus reality of even uh, universally thin people showing that, you know, they do have cellulite or that they do sit down and have stomach folds or whatever did make her feel better. And she does feel empowered by showing that she's not always her version of Instagram. Perfect. So yeah. I have to accept that. You know what I mean? I have to say like, I believe I, I have so many friends who are skinny who yeah. I know don't think they're skinny. You know what I mean? I've said it's, it's not like I don't get it. It's not like, and I think it's important to know that of course we know that like body image issues and, and any sickness that has to do with your body doesn't discriminate like that's what anorexia is like you think you're fucking fat and you're obviously not. So we know that I just like you said really want there not to be a capitalization on body image issues and for influencers to get engagement likes and some mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. reinforcements that they look great. That's all I care about if you have a real fucking eating disorder and body image issues. Like I really hope you take care of yourself and, and, and I wish you the best. And I think they don't discriminate. Like you can be skinny, you can be not skinny, but a fat, you can be overweight, whatever, and, and have the same issues. Um, but it's such a complex thing with women and bodies that that's why I felt uncomfortable with, with posting the pictures of the women, because at the end of the day, like, I'm posting their bodies. You know what I mean, and yeah, then but it's, I kind so of small bodies, <laughs> right?
1: I, I think yeah, if
0: you're going to put anything yeah, on Instagram,
1: you, you are automatically opening yourself up to any kind of. Reaction, whether it's positive or negative like you if you don't want the reaction then don't put it on there right like we know that you're just going to be criticized or judged no matter what you do um but yeah for me it just like goes back to the whole point of like it's one thing to do that and actually kind of show bravery where maybe you're like somebody who is really normalizing like a normal body so you do have cellulite while you're just standing there or you do have some rolls while you're just standing there um but i think some influencers are just taking it to the next level where that's all they're posting about and that's not even really what their platform was about originally and now it's like oh see i'm sitting in my bikini and i'm sitting on the floor and my stomach's like kind of rolly or squishy yeah skin does that skin is no but um (laughs) It's just that like repetitiveness of the same kind of post, right. and I think, me, I think they have good intentions. They're trying to normalize that like bodies are supposed to bend and move and twist and fold and squish, um, but when it just seems like it's just like the same message over and over again, it's like now you're just doing it because, like you said, it gets engagement, it gets likes. It's it's obviously bumping you up yeah. in that algorithm, and when that starts to happen. The genuine messages and the important things and the people that are actually exhibiting call it bravery again,
2: gets pushed to the side. And, you know, we also, because of all this, are losing the element of like taking a nice photo as well.
0: Right. Yeah. That's that. And I I
2: noticed this at the cottage on the weekend. I took a picture of my nephew and it's like the cutest thing ever. I'm like, oh, I'm going to delete this because I look a little bit fat. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is, like, the most beautiful moment, like, the best memory ever, and I'm just going to throw it away because I don't like my role in that. And, like, so now we're, like, throwing away, like, these these times and these memories, and that's the whole point of pictures, to look back on this. So we're completely eliminating yeah, that. Yeah, like, the spontaneity of,
1: of pictures and stuff, and that's true. Like, I do find that I have become overly critical um, of any picture of myself because, I don't even look at the rest yeah. of the picture. I just look directly at myself. And I'm like, oh, I see a roll, or I see this.
2: And is it though? Yeah, I don't. But that's also natural too. Like even yeah, on our Zoom have done that now, though, how much like, time are you looking pre- at yourself?
1: Instagram days definitely not as harsh as I do now because I am trying to achieve some kind of like standard that isn't realistic and doesn't exist. Like I'm I guess I'm trying to like I think I need to look like, well. I don't want to say a Kardashian because that's just not. But you know what I mean. I think we all know what what that what I'm Good saying. Luck. It's just like there's this whole idea that if you don't look perfect, you're just like not acceptable.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think you know I I posted. Um, most of my stories of me talking and I'm, I don't wear makeup like ever are very up close in my face and, and some days are better than others. And, uh, <laughs> there was one day like last week where I didn't even notice. And my, and my friend was like, what happened to your face? And I looked at the, those videos and I was like, oh my God, my, my like pregnancy melasma. Is I actually like really did notice that and like, not in lighting. a judgmental way. I
1: was like, oh, she kind of has a pregnancy mask. Like, but that's just part of pregnancy. Like.
0: Yeah. And I woke up to like my friend's message of like, what the fuck happened to your face? And I was like, what happened to my face? So I'm saying like, I genuinely put myself out there like the way I am at the moment. And, uh, and there's some days that I want to fucking put a filter and like be gorgeous. And but if I'll get messages, that will say, Oh my god, you're so pretty. I'm like, it's a filter. Because, some people don't notice that shit. Like you would think people notice everything. Like it's obviously a filter. Like it says on the top I'm orange. I'm My eyes are like fucking like turquoise. Like, like there's like this filter that like makes you look super, oh, I know. super I tan and your eyes look super,
2: super blue. Okay. But guys, has anyone ever looked like normal after putting a filter on? I'm so against I love filters. filters. <laughs> I never use it. Does not
0: look real. No, I don't like filters that are body, uh, uh, feature augmenting. I like, but like ones that are smoothing. like color augmenting. Do you get what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah but that like, doesn't look um, like normal.
2: It, it does stuff to the eyes. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm not about the lips and no. the the weird cheekbones and whatever, but, uh, but sometimes you're just like, let me put this like sh- shade of something. Um, to make me feel, uh, a little bit and that's okay. Like, let's yeah. not, we don't all have to be, to be real. you know, ugly and disgusting and, <laughs> and, 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 and not have nice bodies ever and not feel like that's not what we're saying. It doesn't make me feel that good. You know,
2: I'm not, uh, wh- I never use a filter, but I will say. Um, from the same weekend with the, my nephew at the college, my sister-in-law was sending me pictures. And there's one of me in a bathing suit. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, did you enhance my ass in this picture? She's like, yes, I fucking did. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, it looks so good. Like, I'm here for it. In the original picture, I'm like clenching. Like, it was from the side. It looked hideous. So I can see why people do want to do like things like that. I'm not going to post it because it looks a bit ridiculous. But I've. Have yeah, great but I like what you do,
1: Amanda, because you do just, like, you're on your stories, and you're being you, and the thing that I notice with that is that I'm not looking at you and being like, oh, oh, look at her this, or, like, I don't even think about it, so that's what's important is, like, that's what we need to normalize, like, when Mm. when you're calling it out you're asking for people to now examine your whole photo and everything you're doing when you're just being a person and just like talking about whatever you're talking about celebrity gossip or whatever is going on you're just listening to what you're saying and you're just like focusing on the topic i'm not looking for someone's flaws i'm not looking to pull out like i noticed the pregnancy mask because i had it before And I was like, oh, Like, it's kind of like, it's it's sort of like nostalgic for me a little bit. And I was like, that's so cute. I can relate to her because that's a real thing. And she's just being a pregnant woman. Because like, you had no choice in that matter. So like, if you're going to, if we get the, well, I like, I don't actually know the actual term, but if you get the pregnancy mask or if you don't, like it just happens or it doesn't. And that's, that's what I think needs to be brought more forefront is just like more people doing that, like just being themselves not filtered and not because you're like, oh, I'm trying to be so real, but it's I just agree. because you're in the moment. You're like, oh, my God, this happened with. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and we're flawed, you know, like it's OK. Like I can also um, sometimes think like, oh, I want to say something like I'll put up a picture and want to point out like, oh, my arms look fat, but I really like them. And I'm like, no, like don't do the yeah. thing that you yeah. don't like that is done you know so it's okay to also make mistakes it's okay to catch yourself and say that's not what I want to you know put out there or um you know uh, if I if I'm like oh I'm feeling so ugly today sometimes that's okay because everyone can and sometimes I'm like no I don't need now to feel like people feel like they have to tell me that I don't you know what I mean so I think We're all human and it's natural to, you know, on social media, especially to, to compare yourself, but, but don't like know that everyone has fucking baggage. Everyone, you know, from skinny to, to overweight has body image issues. And the issue with the bravery is like we said and reiterated and it's important for people to know is like, we don't want people capitalizing on something that's so important that people suffer from on a daily basis. So just don't do that. Like don't do it for the wrong reasons. Um, and, and, and if you have a big platform, I think that you also have to think twice um, about what you're posting, because if you are thin uh, uh, and you know, you are, cause you weigh 105 pounds and you're posting one of those Instagram versus reality, and you actually have not body image issue and you actually feel like you're overweight or you feel like the the reality picture has actual roles, like deal with your issues, maybe not on a platform yeah. where so many people can see it and you can make other people yeah. feel really shitty. That's like my issue. You know what I mean? And that's why I think that my, I know from the feedback that my bravery post made a lot of I got so many messages from people that do suffer from eating disorders and body image issues, being like, "Thank you, like this made me feel crazy or this made me feel like shit because I'm like, wait, this is for real. Then what am I or whatever? Um, so even if I don't post yeah. and I don't call out all these <laughs> bitches, no, you know, for yourself." what's real and what's not. And, and know that if they're posting that, then they're dealing with something. They want to get reinforcements that they look great. And yeah. And, and that an, doesn't an need to make you yeah, feel bad. There's so many
1: impressionable girls. I'm not going to say women like girls that look at this stuff, too. And that's molding them. Yes, women, but well, like women when too. it starts at 12, it's harder to get a good grasp on reality when you think that that is reality and that there's something wrong with you because you have baby fat on your body still cause you're 12 years old. Like, and the people aren't telling you that that's normal. You're 12 years old. Like you're not supposed to have a woman's body yet yeah. really like you're, you know what I mean? So I think that is like important and th- we need the people that do have platforms that are like being real about it and sh- giving those right messages, and yes, not capitalizing, and if they do have body issues, then yeah, like seek that support in the right way, Um, be open about that, and if you're comfortable, I guess, but I I just think it got, it seems like it's gotten to a point that it's just like a trend now, it's just another trend, it's another way to get likes, it's another way to build your own, your platform, it's another way to get engagement, and and, like kind of get to the top, and then once you get there, what are you going to do, are you going to be an advocate for the right things or are you going to just keep kind of like capitalizing on the wrong things? So I just loved that you were just calling it out. Like, I think it's okay to call it out. If it's out there, the then it's fair game, right?
0: Yeah. I think everyone yeah.
1: just
2: wants the same thing for, for women. It's to feel good in their own skin. And you know, things that happen during pregnancy, uh, are normal. It's not something to be embarrassed about. It's not Anything you can do
1: anyways, like, you know what I mean? So, like, Or post-pregnancy. If everyone like just... Yeah, like your body is definitely going to be different yeah. after that.
2: Yeah, and there's nothing you can do about it. And I've been watching, um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, Skin Decision on uh, Netflix. Really good. It's plastic surgery, actually, Dr. Sheila. Anyways, two chicks. They're amazing, but they keep saying because um, there's so many mothers on there. There's no exercise for for skin. You can't change that. So there's just really nothing you can do about these things. Um, it's part being of being a woman, making babies and stuff. So uh, it'd be nice if we could get to a point in the world that that is normalized and we're not like yeah, mortified about it. That's I have it. to overcome too. I have tons mm-hmm. of stretch marks
1: from being pregnant and I struggle with it. So. But yeah, Um, so I mean, like, again, Amanda, thank you for like, giving us that insight and like, being that person that kind of sends those messages that are the right messages, in my opinion. And unfortunately, yeah, you're gonna offend some people along the way and piss people off. But I think you're probably giving more people the like, confidence to just be like, yeah, I shouldn't care what these people are posting. Like it is not real or it's not me. Right. I'm not that body type. So I'm never going to look like that or I shouldn't want to look like that. Um, so like, I just really appreciate that you're doing that and keep it up. We're, we're not offended. We love it. <laughs> we relate. Um, uh, one thing I, I did want to ask you though is, yeah. so you're like – kind of like a Bravo holics person you love all those shows um so i i loved the yeah. channel back when millionaire matchmaker was on with patty stanger um i actually used to watch uh Tabitha yeah. salon makeover did you watch that oh yeah it was a know, long was time well. ago was my she time i think. british um, woman and she goes into salons and like basically tells them she's kind of like the Gordon Ramsay of uh, the salon industry. And now she's doing some other like real estate show. But I, I fell off because I'm not really into like, um, the real housewives and all that stuff because I can't get on that level. Cause I just, I don't really relate, but, um, I just absolutely love like everything you talk about. I'm like, this is where I get my news now. This is where I get my celebrity gossip. Like I need to know all the
0: things. I'm actually a fraud (laughs) bravaholic, don't tell them, because I watch like only New York and New Jersey because I'm like from the East Coast, I guess. So I'm like just watching what's here. And then Vanderpump Rules, which I love. And then I made myself watch Southern Charm, which is also a good one. But real Bravo holics, props to them. Like watch All the them. whole Housewives franchise, which is a gazillion sta- uh, states and cities. Yeah, and every new show that comes out. So I love Bravo. I love that it's kind of like a niche channel because it really is. Like it's a it's on it's not a big scale thing. Like you can even see it with, um, you know, the stars that come out of it. Like. They could be years on the show, and someone goes on a Netflix show, and it's a whole different yeah, for sure ball game. Um, but uh, and and a lot of the people that I interview are from Bravo, and they're mad cool because it's like just people that were waiters or waitresses, or uh, and and they're pretty humble. Like they get where they came from. They get that they're just being filmed for a show. Um, So I find that really cool. And I really do uh, like talking to those people because, you know, they've had crazy opportunities, their lives changed. It's real. Like I know for I I'm on the inside, like (laughs) reality TV is very real. Like these people, when I interview them feel the same kind of like anger if they had fights with people and the, the drama is real. Um, So I'm, I'm always well, intrigued by I think that's that, always a misconception or, a, or, well, so. I,
1: I thought it was a lot of it was scripted. Like I would definitely have been like, Oh, that's not real. Like there's no way. So did I,
2: or at least uh, maybe it's not scripted between the two people, but maybe like the producers are like working some gears behind the scenes.
0: Yeah. But I mean, there are shows that are more and that are less, but um, I real. can tell you about Bravo shows. It's it's real. So who is your favorite person niche. that you've interviewed? pretty really. damn real. <laughs> oh, my God. Top three. That's such a hard question. With I not that easier?
1: Maybe. Top three. <laughs> no,
0: that's harder. <laughs> no. It's Harder. <laughs> <laughs> no I have to be honest like all there are people that that are other podcasters that you know made me pee my pants and like Hannah and, Burner. Um, you guys were hilarious uh, on like your comedians uh, and she is oh yeah she's so yeah she became like a friend so it's it's really like such a world in which like you meet people and you get to talk to people and then you vibe or you don't vibe but 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 a lot of times you do and you meet great people. Oh, Hannah the, was great. Uh, Jared Freed, the comedian. Um, he's actually going to be on oh, my awesome. show while well, we recorded, it, but it's going to come out tomorrow. And uh, yeah, so he's on again because I had to cover like, I was like, wait, so much shit is happening in like the Bachelor world. And he does like... Um, he recaps bachelor stuff too. So I was like, you have to come on so we can talk about like what's happening in the bachelor world right now. Cause there's a bachelor people like have so much shit going on, even when the, sh- when the shows aren't on. So I felt like we need to cover it. <laughs> um, uh, Vanderpump people, Ariana is great. Um, I love her. Yeah. That was a uh, great episode. Heather McDonald that was a just on. Episode. She's really funny. Um, but, but for real, people are it's interesting and talking to people is interesting. So I have to be honest, like I it's hard to pick yeah. like who's um, who's uh, <laughs> listen to all the abathons. Okay? I do. Yeah. OK. <laughs> That's fair. Oh um, yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Well, thank of you course. for having me so much. Yeah. And, thank you and so I much. I really hope you guys. Uh, Keep doing it and bringing bringing on some some strong females That's right. That's with strong opinions. Kind of we love. That's all we're about. <laughs> well, That's for, for anybody sure. <laughs> that might not
1: follow your account, obviously they should be if they want a dose of reality and just like feel good, funny stuff and any kind of celebrity news. Tell our listeners where
0: they can find you. Um, not skinny, but not fat. All across the board. So on Instagram awesome. and podcast. That's it, actually. Not on Twitter, not on TikTok. So just those two. Perfect.
2: Amazing. Well, thank you so much for, yeah, was for awesome. talking to us and today. It was amazing.
1: Obviously, you have to shout out thank ourselves. Uh, everyone can follow us at Perspective underscore podcast on Instagram. Also not on TikTok or on Twitter. Uh, oh, yeah. We're we are on, on Twitter. Twitter. We're not good at it. <laughs> Thank you so much, <laughs> Amanda. It was an absolute pleasure. <laughs> I hope we get to talk to you again. And obviously, we'll be watching everything you do and waiting for the, the baby thank announcement. Thank you so when you much. Post that he's he's arrived.
0: Yes. I know. I'll, I'll keep you posted. August also, like, to see if you're bed. Your bed um, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll remember. And hopefully one day you well, can make it you. to Toronto, too. Thank you, girls. Yes. yes i really want yeah. to i really we want, on want to come to new york so one <laughs> all day right. the
1: borders will open all right well yes. you have a great night and True. good luck with everything and uh like i said we'll be watching thank you so
0: much <laughs> bye <laughs> thank bye. you girls good night